from LPM. Louisville Public Media. From Louisville Public Media. Back in April, the state released an audit of Jefferson County Public Schools. The audit found almost 60 deficiencies. There were problems with the use of restraint and seclusion as discipline, problems with early childhood education, problems with racial disparity in student outcomes. Just a bunch of things wrong with the district. Interim Education Commissioner Wayne Lewis recommended that the state take over management of JCPS. It is the only route to ensure that kids are adequately uh, kept safe that we can ensure that the serious deficiencies identified in that audit are addressed. JCPS appealed that decision. In mid-July, Lewis offered them a settlement. They started to negotiate. And they came to an agreement on the settlement Monday night. WFPL education reporter Roxanne Scott has been spending her evenings waiting outside conference rooms while the two sides try to work something out. She joins us today on Recut. I'm Joni Franklin. What's in the deal? What's in the settlement? Okay, so JCPS and KDE, Kentucky Department of Education, agreed to um, develop a corrective action plan within the next 15 days. Oh, uh, wow. Within, with, uh, with the superintendent to, to fix some of the, the problems in the district. So that needs to be done within 15 days. Now, if they cannot come to an agreement on this corrective action plan, then the... Um, the commissioner, Wayne Lewis, will come to a final determination of what this corrective action plan. I'm highlighting this because um, this was a big point of contention for board members when they voted on Monday night. Okay, are you saying that he, if, if JCPS and the Kentucky Board of Education cannot come to an agreement on a corrective action plan, that Wayne Lewis has final say? Yes. That's what they agreed to? Yes. Okay. Let's circle back to the Monday night meeting of the Jefferson County Public School Board. Sure. When they voted, what was it, four to three? Four to three. In favor of this settlement agreement with the Kentucky Department of Education Uh to avoid potential hearings and potentially, the big thing, a state takeover. Takeover time. Tell me about that meeting. Um, so it was a closed door, closed door meeting, closed meeting, meaning that uh, pretty much you show up to JCPS You were in the hallways. <laughs> uh, we no, I mean they no, we were not in the hallway. <laughs> we got to at least sit in the room. What what happens is that the board goes into a conference room upstairs. So we go into the auditorium. This is where the regular board meetings happen, and there's just a bunch of reporters just kind of waiting for people for the board to come out and um and and hear their decisions. So a lot of what was happening for weeks was they'd come out. Sometimes the meetings would be an hour. Sometimes they'd be four. And it would be like, no action was taken. And it's like, oh, great. I just ruined my Friday night. And, <laughs> and But on Monday, they came out. I, and I've gone through so many of these. I really can't remember how long this one took. I know that I would, personally was not expecting anything. I was expecting a kind of no action thing. Uh, they came out. They did say no action. And then uh, the board chair, Diane Porter, said uh, something to the effect, I can't remember, but, you know, we're, we're going to make a motion to vote on this thing. And I, everyone's just kind of like, wait, wait. Uh, before we motion to adjourn the meeting, I would like to make the statement that I will make a motion 
on behalf of the board to accept the agreement that we have received from Commissioner Lewis. And then she was going to give um, board members uh, reasons to state why they were uh, voting yes or no. Oh, so they went around the table and explained their vote. Yes, prior they did. to the vote. Yes, they did. Oh, I bet that was exciting. That was uh, it was fire. I mean, people invoked Maya Angelou in their in their in their speeches. Um, it was a very strongly opinioned uh, uh, board of, about this vote, and of course, it was split four to three. This is not democracy. This is capitulation, and this is being done for the convenience of adults. This is not yet at a point where I feel like we are doing all that we can to protect the future of our Jefferson County Public Schools. It's difficult because it's going to be a divided vote, but we've got to get behind this. No, I have not stopped fighting. I believe that compromise is a form of fighting, and I believe that compromise this evening is the way to go. Yes, we could go to court for two to three years, but is that in the best interest of our district? Is that in the best interest of our students, our families, and our staff? I do not think so. There are loopholes, uh, I think, that the, uh, the state, uh, Kentucky Department of Education, can slip through uh, to impose management. They've given us no reason to trust that they won't look for every opportunity to do that. Um, and I'm not, a, not going to agree to management. I feel this is a very sound agreement, and I believe that the Department of Education will stick with the wording that is in this document. Board member Chris Brady answered questions from reporters after the meeting. What was your main reason for not voting for this agreement? This agreement has a loophole in it that I feel that uh, can be exploited by the interim commissioner. And given his current track record, I think will be exploited. What was that loophole? The loophole talks about the corrective action plan and the fact that this board does not know what the corrective action plan is going to be, does not know the final status of that plan. And there are elements within this agreement that says basically that if there's anything that's related to the corrective action plan, then the commissioner has, will have final say on it. So you guys don't know exactly what you're losing control over yet? I think that there could be a, as I said, a Trojan horse way of uh, taking over uh, student assignment, uh, taking over some issues that would probably be related to finance and funding. Uh, I think that there's a way that, this, that it could be exploited to where everything's back on the table, regardless of whether or not some of my colleagues think that that won't happen. I hope I'm wrong. Is there a loophole? Or is there a feeling that there's a loophole? There's a feeling there's a loophole because of the corrective action plan, because it wasn't well defined. Now, it should be done in 15 days, uh, but he felt that Wayne Lewis could kind of come in and put in what he wants and effectively put in state management anyway because of that loophole of the corrective action plan. Wait. Yes. Could that happen? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns because it's not there. Like, I don't know what the corrective action plan is. They're working on it now. Because everything we're saying right now is JCPS has reached this deal, avoided state takeover. But it sounds like because we don't know what's in the plan and it's still yet to be crafted that maybe there is a, a, a potential loophole that Wayne Lewis could say, you know what, we didn't, we didn't really come to an agreement, so we're going to do it this way anyway. That's not, what could happen. I can't say that. There's, sure. I don't know what it is. And that's why some on the board wanted the corrective action plan clearly defined before they signed the settlement. Right. Which 
makes sense. Yes. To not sign something you don't know what's in it. Right. At this meeting on Monday, when they voted in favor of this settlement with the state, did were there any parents in attendance? Did they speak to the board? Did they, were they able to address the board? There, no, you can't. Oh, you no, you didn't address the board because it was a closed session. So like they disappeared, and but there were some people waiting in this auditorium with reporters and what have you. Did you talk to um, any of them? I spoke to one parent and person who went to JCPS growing up. He went to Atherton High School. His name is Saeed Ashanti. The school itself, uh, statistic-wise, it's a good school, but it does have its unequality, you know, because I experienced that type of relationship with the school where I was being treated in a particular way that I could, it was hard for me to express what was going on with me, but I knew that things wasn't right or correct with how things was going on in the school. They know what's going on, and they act as if it was new to them. It was unexpected. They had no idea these things was going on. I want to see an aspect to where we can make sure that you know our children are safe in the environment that they're in, you know, most of their life or most of their day. So I just hope that you know the changes that are being made are also changes that are ideas that are from the community. Also, that's what I'm looking forward to. You've spoken to JCPS Superintendent Marty Polio, right? Uh, He held a press conference the day after the vote. Well, the most important thing for me, without a doubt, um, when when the whole negotiations thing started, was number one, that our board retained um, their power um, and authority to do the things that statute gives them the right to do. So that was first of all. Um, Second of all was to have time. I mean, this is something that I've said many times, is we're going to have to have time um, to turn around um, the things that we need to do uh, with the size of this district. So I was uh, very concerned about giving the appropriate amount of time to make changes. Um, and finally, a, a huge thing for me in all of this was to continue the work that we've started. Um, so we have put substantial amounts of work and plans into um, the things that we want to do in this district that is underway. We are working with principals. We know principals and staff have rolled up their sleeves. Central office um, and that, that has been a big uh, thing for me, is to have the time to do that, the ability um, and authority to continue that work. I think we're on the right track. There is no doubt about it. We have a lot of work to do. I acknowledge that work. Um, but that's what we want to be able to do. And so um, as we move through the negotiating process, I think we got to a point where, where we were able to accomplish those things. What else is in the, the agreement? That the, the uh, JCPS will go through another audit in 2020. You know, Marty Polio will con- will continue to retain power in the district. There will be an office um, to to investigate complaints against JCPS. JCPS has to submit to the Kentucky Department of Education any changes they make regarding seclusion and restraint, early childhood education. I don't know if you remember, but um, JCPS relinquished a, a grant from Head Start, and it was found that there was a bunch of abuses uh, of children in, um, in early childhood education, um, you know, facility maintenance and replacement. Um, another thing that Wayne Lewis in the audit criticized JCPS for was not raising enough revenue to be able to fix schools in the district. Um, JCPS will continue to review the student assignment plan, um, and it will be implemented in the 2021 school year. I think the student assignment plan was a bit of contention for what I 
saw about the agreement. Um, some people, I think, believe also believe that something about student assignment plan can put be put into the corrective action plan. I will say that uh, Wayne Lewis said today after the KDE vote that he has no interest in changing student assignment. He wants to leave that up to, to KCPS? Yeah. 14 business days from now, we'll either get to see the corrective action plan they came up with or Commissioner Wayne Lewis will decide what should happen next. Recut is produced by Louisville Public Media. Our executive producer is Laura Ellis. Our news director is Erica Peterson. Kojin Tashiro wrote our theme song. Special thanks today to reporter Roxanne Scott. You can read Roxanne's education coverage at WFPL.org. For more information about our show, visit Recut.org. If you want to get the latest episode of Recut as soon as we're finished making it, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. And let us know what you think by emailing Recut at WFPL.org. I'm Joni's Franklin. Thanks for listening. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic.